You're listening to the Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from Waste Disposal Center 3 on the original Death Star. Nancy Boss, what a treat. What a treasure. Um, that was such a great episode. So we are here to do something. Listen, listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it right on the front end so that those of you who are just so turned off, you can stop listening right now. Vogel fan, we are here. We have never asked you all for a dime, and we're not asking you for a dime. But as we're you know, if you've been in, if you've been involved in any uh, organization that is a nonprofit, a lot of times at the end of the year, we're uh, hoping that maybe as you're looking for tax deductions and you're looking for things that, that charitable causes, um, mm-hmm. we hope you might consider giving to Nats. Nats has a lot of Giving Tuesday events going right now some to sponsor fellowships for voice lessons for students who need them, uh, some to help with travel stipends, maybe to get to NSA. And But today, here at Vocal Fry, we have been um, trying to champion the intern program for a while now. Yeah. A few years. Yeah, we really have. And something my wife and I have donated to, and it is uh, something that we'll be donating to again. But uh, rather than us just be like, hey, you know, why don't you sponsor the intern program? We thought it would be great to bring on a panel of friends. So we have with us former past president Karen Brunson, who is also a former master teacher at the intern program. We have John Nix, who's a former intern. Douglas Carpenter, who's a former intern. Lily Guerrero, who's a former intern. I'm going to let them all introduce themselves here in just a second so you know their voices. But but all these wonderful humans have given their time. It, it, all, everyone has been on Vocal Fry before except for Doug. That's True. Only our only first time uh, guest, and so welcome, most of you, welcome back to Vocal Fry. Let's start with Karen. Introduce yourself, and then so everybody recognizes all the voices. Hi, I'm Karen Brunson, and I'm past president of Nats. I finished my president cycle, which is a six-year cycle of president-elect, then president, and then past president. So I'm out of all of that right now, but now I am advancement co-chair. Um, our advancement committee, which is really pushing to exactly what Nick was just talking about, to encourage people to support NATS in many ways. And today it's about the NATS intern program. And in 2013, I got to be a NATS intern teacher. And they, they call them master teachers. Um, and it was probably the best teaching experience I have ever had in my life. Those 10 intensive days to me as a teacher, I know uh, that I learned more than the students did. And the other teachers that year were Ken Bozeman, pretty good, huh? And (laughs) Every Means Weekly, wow. And Alan Henderson, executive director of NAT. So it was just to spend time with them was amazing. Um, And so then in um as past president my job in 2021 and 2022 was to be director of the nats intern program so i got to use my own my imagination and i i made the schedule pretty complicated because now we wanted to have four collaborative pianists as part of it plus 12 voice interns and then that meant four voice teachers that were the master teachers and one collaborative pianist for each of those years and um, you'll get to talk with Doug and Lily who were both in 2021 and they can talk about what was great about it but we always ask them also at the end of it what could have been better um, I loved it. I learned so much and I got to go to more sessions than anybody. So I'm real happy to be here and thanks Vocal Fry and Vocal Fam for having us. All right. Uh, John, you want to reintroduce yourself? John, this is John's second time on this season. So, I mean. well, if I get promoted to co-host, no, because uh, listen, Sarah's listen, job. listen, oh, no. listen. Yvonne Redman wins the award oh, for yeah. for uh, she she's got a regular recurring role. We had to upgrade her salary. Uh, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, Yvonne you're is in the running. Lot, you're getting there. Uh, Yvonne's a lot cuter than me, so you know, <laughs> she, she was just staying with us this week and. I, I think, saw that. I think my wife was just going to eat her up and adopt her or something. So, <laughs> um, anyway, well, so yeah, I was an intern in 1994, 
And uh, the master teachers that year, let's see, were George Shirley, Ellen Fall, Tom Hauser, who I worked with, and uh, Barbara Hahn. And in the in '94, um, we spent half the time with one master teacher and half the time with the other. So I worked huh. with Tom and with Barbara, and both of them um, really had some great formative um, uh, guidance for me as a teacher. Um, and of course, I was working. Uh, I was doing my degree at University of Colorado, who hosted the program. Julie Simpson hosted. Um, and my teacher at Colorado was Barbara Dosher, who was a master teacher uh, in 91 and 92. I think that's the first two years of the program. And so so that's my first relationship with, with the NATS um, intern program. And then as I got a little further along in my career, he says, rubbing the bald spots on his head, um, and a little more financially available uh, to, to do something. I um, wanted to honor Barbara Dosher for her formative influence on not only me, but on so many people through her writing and her teaching and so on. And so um, I first approached Vernieni about this because I think he was head of the foundation at the mm -hmm. time. Foundation. Um, and anyway, it, it took a little while to get it all sorted out, but we, we got a um, endowment started in Barbara's memory and honor. And so then I started hitting up all her former students saying, um, okay, we got to make this, we got to get $25,000 there, you know, to make this an endowed fund. And it took us a while. And um, just this past summer, uh, we finally got it topped off. And I want to thank um, Julie Simpson, who pitched in um, to kind of help. We were reaching out to past interns from um, not only those years that had people that had worked with Barbara, but then people throughout the, you know, many years. Um, and so we managed to get that up over the $25,000 threshold. And we had some, some former students of Barbara's who, like, you know, at the last minute, we're like, oh, what the heck, you know, and like, here's $500, you know, and boom, we got it over the top. So, um, and, you know, I just think I, I completely agree. Barbara Dosher told me many years ago, she says, I think this is the best thing that Nats does. And I can't help but agree because, I mean, Nats does so many wonderful things, but um, to, to mentor young teachers and to pair them up with people who've been doing it a while um, and now um, pianists, collaborative pianists, and to pair them up with somebody who says, you know, here's some real strengths you have in your teaching and, and here's some things you can consider. And then there's all the networking that goes on. Um, you know, it is, I mean, we, we joke about these things, you know, it's a life-changing experience, but, but it really is. It's a, it's a life-changing experience and I'm still friends with people I was in the intern program with. I mean, Norm Spivey and I were interns together. And were you really? I didn't know oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, Deborah Greshner and I were yeah. interns together. Yeah, I mean, so, um, and Bill Shomas, you know, I mean, there's a whole bunch of people that we all came through at that same time. And, and you know, getting to be, I got to know George Shirley at that, um, at that intern program. And we've you know, stayed in contact over the years, and I was in contact with Tom Hauser until he passed away many, many times. So, um, it it really was a life changing experience for me, and I see that now as my role as someone a little more able to support programs to perpetuate it through um, giving and through encouraging people to to apply. So. Exactly, exactly. And just on the on the Barbara Dosher Fund note, um, that will be one of the links that I'll put in the show notes. Um, that is one of the links that, that our, our NATS um, 
development director Bob Ryan has provided um, that we're going to put in the show notes is 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 a link in case you're spe- you'd specifically like to donate to the Barbara Dosher Fund in her memory. Um, we'll have that link in the show notes. Oh, Lily, let's go to you because you were a more recent intern, um, and I think you and Doug were the same year. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Now. We y- y- y'all's was a big class. Let me tell you what, because mm-hmm. we also had Joshua Glasner and Caitlin. Uh, what's Caitlin's last name? Moore. Uh, Moore uh, on last year to talk about the intern program. Thank you for saving me um, from my terrible brain. Um, so y'all's, whoo, what a class! All right, Lily, tell us about yourself and, and about your experience. Hi everyone. My name is Lily Guerrero. My pronouns are she/her. And I am Director of Vocal Studies at Texas Lutheran University in Seguin, Texas. Uh, As was previously mentioned, I was a 2021 Nats intern with Doug and a whole bunch of other really awesome people. We still keep in contact with each other. Um, We're all older millennials, so we're still on Facebook. (laughs) So we've we've got a Facebook group and we're talking in that group all the time about um hey can you help me find this music hey um what did you guys do when you got put on this committee hey did you see that this job is open you should apply for this hey can someone come teach my pedagogy class which is awesome because we're all early career professionals and we need things to be able to put on our cvs and um you know work towards tenure so we're all helping each other out and we celebrate each other's successes and our trouble, you know, troubleshoot for each other when we're having a hard time. And I'm just so happy that I did the Nats intern program because I graduated for, from my doctorate in 2020. And you know, mm-hmm. you graduate and you think, oh my gosh, they gave me a doctorate. That <laughs> do they like? I better go quickly before they realize that I should probably give it back. Um, <laughs> so. So, you know, there were all these little things here and there that I still needed to know more about after I graduated. And I've been the kind of person where I felt like it's not an excuse if I don't know something, I need to go figure it out. And so I applied to the vocology certification at Lamar University because at the um, Texoma Nats conference the previous fall, Um, A couple of people from the faculty there had come, including Deborah Greshner, who's already been mentioned, and gave a presentation. And so I thought, oh my gosh, this is great, very supplemental to my education, let me do that. And then the Nats intern program was another thing that I had my eyes on that I said, oh my gosh, that would be such a really good opportunity, especially because the year that Doug and I were there, um, we really held CCM and classical music to the same regard and really wanted to get good at both of them, um, which was new for some of us because some of us going through our pedagogy classes only got classical pedagogy. And so it was really Mm. informative to have that extra information. So my master teacher was Kari Reagan. And as we all know, Kari is a genius. (laughs) Um, I use her book in my studio all of the time. Love it. And a a lot of the things that she taught me about doing water bubbles and a lot of her props, um, they're just really, really good tools. And my students like using them too for teaching. And so I'm just so grateful that I was able to do the program. And then of course my villain origin story, I always have to tell it is that I met Karen Brunson at the Atlantic Music Festival in 2019. And she was a guest teacher and I met her and I went up to her and I said, hi, Karen, you don't know who I am, but my name is Lily. And I wanted to let you know, you're going to be tired of seeing me because I'm going to win the Nats Artist Awards competition. I'm going to be an intern. And then one day I'm going to be president of Nats. And she said, oh, okay. And then sure enough, that following January, I saw her at the Nats finals. And I said, (laughs) you know, I came through, I didn't win, but third place is not too shabby. And then that June, we, uh, no, a year later in June, we met up at the intern program. So I guess I only have one more requirement to fulfill. And right. and we look forward uh, to your reign. Um, <laughs> I'll try. I'll try she not will, to be like she will pull through on everything she's saying. Well, she listen, has done so much, and the energy, uh, and to see her, you know, it was neat to see her at the Atlantic Music Festival, and and I just was, who is this person, you know? And then when she applied, and I read everything that she does, and and then I heard her, and then I watched her teach, it because that's part of the part of the process of getting in, is that we watch them sing, we watch them teach, we read a lot about them. It was like this is gonna happen. So, go Lily. Let me tell you what, folks. 
about a year and a half ago now, Josh, Vocal Fam, you all know at this point, since Josh has been on the, po- the podcast so many times, that Josh Glasner and I are very good friends. And uh, Josh messaged me after the intern program, and he was like, hey, I have someone that you need to meet and have on the podcast. And so he hooked Lily and I up, um, and uh, Lily's episode from last year uh, is one of my favorite Vocal Fry episodes I think we've done. It's a good one. Uh, in, in six years, the 67 years we've been doing this podcast. Oh, okay. um, but uh, uh, so it, that's a that's a definite definite favorite episode of mine. Anyway, all right, Doug, tell us about your intern experience. Tell us about your a little bit about yourself. You're a first time guest, so please to tell us a little about yourself and then your intern experience. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I was a 2021 Nets intern with Lily, um, and uh, uh, a little bit about me is that um, I got a bachelor's and a master's in in voice. Um, and then I went off and, and had a career in musical theater, for the most part, in, in classical stuff as well, a little bit. Uh, in New York's on Broadway, national tours and stuff like that, but then decided I really wanted to settle down, come back to Las Vegas, uh, work a little bit and do some teaching. Uh, I was teaching at UNLV um, and looking to get more serious about my sort of academic career, and my mentor turned me on to the Nats intern program. Um, and, and also at the same time, you know, told me to go get my doctorate, which is what I'm doing right now. I'm uh, about halfway through a doctorate right now at UNLV, and I also teach uh, adjunct musical theater and a bunch of things. Um, but uh, my intern experience was was incredibly useful for me um, in a lot of ways. First of all, I mean, just the, the chance to get into a room where you get to teach and then people talk to you about your teaching. I don't know how much we actually get to do that at any point in any education, a little bit in your pedagogy classes maybe. Yeah. And you get that a little bit from your, your voice teachers. But uh, unless you're dedicating time to go spending like, you know, workshops and stuff like that, um, I hadn't really done a lot of that. So this was like an incredible new experience for me and to connect with some of the, the greatest minds in voice science out there um, was incredible. Uh, and uh, I know also there was a chance for me to connect with my uh, master teacher, Frank uh, Ragsdale, um, who uh, we got to do a presentation at the Nats co- uh, convention this past summer on Laban um, for singers. Uh, and that kind of stuff, that chance to sort of connect and do research and present so early in my sort of academic endeavor was incredible. Um, but honestly, it's, it's kind of amazing what the value you get out of the intern program, you know, because you're, you're teaching some of these people who are at the very beginning of their, their teaching careers and they're teach so many students, right? So you're like hitting them at a really important part of their careers. Um, and then they're going to teach all these other kids. Uh, but then also these are the, I mean, personally now because of my, my experience with the intern program, I'm the president of my, my chapter, my, my local chapter, and I, I coordinated the last two uh competitions we put on uh and i'm sure i i I doubt that i would be doing this if i hadn't had that experience with the nats intern program or i've gone to the convention or any of that sort of stuff you know so it's it's a chance to really bring people into the organization and uh you know affect them at a time when when they need uh some of that uh influence and um contact yeah, you know, it's it's it, I've said I said this on last year's episode with Josh and and Caitlin when we were talking about the program but um I think I'm probably one, I might be the person most involved in Nats at this point who has never done the intern program. I, I literally may be the, the the most involved person in the organization who was never an intern. Um, it just was something that I just m- missed in in my uh I don't know, who knows. Anyway, I have a weird life. But um, so Karen, Can I say something. I want to say something about Doug, please. By all means, what was really cool about Doug? He has a crazy, wonderful energy, and he's got long limbs. And I always joked about how <laughs> big his steps were, you know. But he worked with one of my college students at the intern program, nice. who was able to be. They have twenty-four student volunteers that are their cool. students, and each intern teaches two of them. Plus, they get to coach with the collaborative pianists. And this particular singer, bass baritone, and Doug, I wanted you to know that he he came back singing so much better. And this year, he got the role of Zarastro in the Magic Flute. So it's miracles happen at the intern program. Phenomenal. Cool. What a great yeah. story. Very cool. Um, 
while we're while we're just talking about kind of the the nitty gritty of the program, some good outcomes of it. Lily, Doug, both y'all, uh, uh, both y'all jump in here. Just tell us a little bit about what kind of a day is like. Like, like tell us a little bit about what kind of your day to day was like while you were there. I mean, I'm sure it's intense. Yeah, it's really long. I mean, for me, it was long days, 12-hour days. You wake wow. up, um, you, you grab something quick to eat, and then you go off to uh, go teach morning lessons for the first three hours. Uh, you're four hours, actually. You're with your uh, little grouping of four teach four student teachers, uh, and you all teach lessons to, to students. That's what we did, at least. I know that they're changing the, the whole model as they've been going along. Um, but you teach that that sort of four hours in the morning you get to see everybody teach that way. It's incredible to watch everybody sort of teach and the master teacher sort of jumps in and, and gives you ideas and uh, helps you out as you're going along. And then usually we went to lunch, uh, a nice little lunch in the, uh, the school cafeteria, uh, sat down with our master teachers um, and sort of talked through the morning and talked through our lessons, talk about everything like the the way you talk to every way you, you speak to the, the bedside manner the, the different sort of technical the you know the higher level sort of science stuff and uh you know and conversations with just brilliant people the i mean not only the master teachers but this the other sort of uh interns that are there are just i was amazing to watch them teach and just to steal things from them and then you have you know uh we had intern presentations so uh you know 30 minutes uh they would have like um interns uh, give a 30-minute presentation on some subject they had been doing, a poster sort of presentation in, you know, slides and everything. Uh, and then we had often a, a master teacher would give a hour or two sort of uh, master class on whatever it was, whether it was, you know, German repertoire or, uh, uh, you know, Kari uh, teaches, uh, you know, her techniques, all her, the things from her book. Um, and then we had, you know, they give you tons of materials and stuff like that you know, it's just and then it's just go it keeps going 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 they fill every minute of your time with information wow. uh, and then you fall asleep at like 10 o'clock <laughs> <laughs> lily you want to add anything to that yeah i think um one of the best parts of the nats intern program is um one day we have a class where we just get all of this new music, like anthologies and sheet music ah. and all of this cool. stuff to kind of like help build your studio, like IPA resources, textbooks, all this kind of stuff. Because I think that's one thing as a young teacher that no one really tells you is that you've got to build a library from nothing. <laughs> and, um, you know, I've, I've been really lucky through the years that like I've had teachers pass things on to me. So I had a, a little library of my own, but you know, being a voice teacher, there's a lot of music out there that you've got to have. Mm -hmm. And so we go home with probably over a thousand dollars easily in music. And so that's a blessing. Such a blessing. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then I think the other thing that I can't stress enough is like the relationships that you make because you are with the same people working through all of these um, technical things and like artistic things that you connect on a spiritual level as well. And we were such a tight knit group and um, I don't know, just really familial with each other. I think part of that reason was that uh, Michelle Marquardt DeVoe was there as well as one of the other master teachers. And she is just such a goddess of creating spaces that make everyone feel included. And so we were all connecting um, in a really special way because it was June of 2021. It was the first time for a lot of us that we were taking masks off. I remember our first like mm. cocktail reception welcome. I was so anxious the entire time because it was the first time I had been in public without a mask on and I was so nervous. Yeah. Um, so we were all starving for human connection. And, and, and so every time we would perform for each other or something would click and we would see someone like come into their own space, it was just such an emotional and like wholesome moment for all of us because we were all cheering each other on and we just wanted each other to succeed so much. Absolutely. Hey, cool. You know, something that since none of them are here, I'll, I'll mention this, but that year, y'all's year, Kari and Michelle um, and, and, and the rest of the master teachers that year had actually gotten together and decided that they were going to sponsor a year of stipends. 
um, for the intern travel stipends for the intern ah. program. And one of the things that we're that we're looking to build developmentally is um, some key individuals who might be wanting to donate one of those particular stipends. Um, which, correct me if I'm wrong, Karen, is three hundred dollars for the for each year, correct? Right. So three hundred dollars plus the seventy-five dollar Barbara Dosher uh, stipend really helps to make it. There's no barrier then to anybody not being able to come because they couldn't afford the travel. Sure. And that's really important. And it when Michelle and Craig Terry was the uh, pianist, that collaborative pianist, and Terry Brancaccio and Kari Reagan and Frank Ragsdale put up a big sum of money to start this going. But it's not it's not endowed at this point. So right. we need $4,800 a year to continue to make this happening. And so I know I've given 300 this year, and I know Frank has, Kari has, Michelle has, and we've sent letters out to people, but we need people to support this because look how it feeds into the future. Really? It's just amazing. So um, I'm very happy to support one of our interns. And now, I'm very, very thankful for whatever somebody can give. Exactly. And, and the... The three hundred or three seventy-five that, that that is basically to help the intern offset their travel cost, right? Their flight or travel, that. and maybe a little beyond as far as maybe um, there's one night where they don't have access to the food, and it, it's a take mm -hmm. yourself out for supper night, and we don't want them to have to pay for anything if if we can manage. Sure. Sure. But I mean, there's no actual like cost to anyone who's considering doing the program. The actual program itself does not cost them any tuition or anything like that anyway. No. But uh, but we would like to make it so that these in these early career folks who we'd like to nurture as an organization, as, as we, we've seen, um, you know, we don't want this to be a burden on them financially, you know, kind right. of, sure. you know, uh, so any, you know, vocal fam. I mean, look, look, this is a great opportunity to, uh, you know, get out here and crowdsource something. Um, yeah, John, please jump in. Well, and not only, you know, do we have the Dosher Fund and, and the Master Teacher Fund, uh, but then there's the William Vessels Fund and the J uh, James McKinney Fund, which just support overall costs with the putting on the intern program. So mm -hmm. there are, you know, if, if any one of these people made a difference in your life, and I mean, William Vessels made a difference in all of our lives who were involved mm -hmm. with Nats, because right. um, there was a time when William Vessels stepped in and really righted the ship financially that that Nats is here because of his his work. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, James McKinney, a long teaching career and mm -hmm. editor of the Journal of Singing. And, um, you know, so there are a lot of people that you could make a donation in memory of or in honor of to support either the interns directly or to help defray the cost of the program itself. Um, and I just I can't say enough good about it, and I know everybody here feels that way. Um, and it is a way of perpetuating good teaching, you know. At that someday, you know, probably twenty or so years down the line, you know, Doug and Lily are going to be master teachers, you know. Um, so that's a, a way that the it's a virtuous cycle, and and virtuous cycles we have to keep paying it forward and that means that the people who've benefited from it um, like myself have to be supporting it uh, because we're at that place in our careers where we can and so I would urge everybody from 1994 if you're out there listening <laughs> um, get out your wallets get out your credit cards and on Giving Tuesday support some of these funds that help the Nats intern program Every thanks, single, John. Yeah, please. Thanks so, thanks so much, John, for mentioning um, William Vessels and James McKinney, too. And one thing we did this the past two years was we do a presentation about what it makes it possible for these interns to be together. And it is the the generosity of so many people and of Nats itself too. But they get to hear about Barbara Dosher and William Vessels and James McKinney. And, um, and I just wanna, I'm gonna say, be transparent right here, my, my $300 gift was in honor of Donald Simonson who asked me to be a, a master teacher. I'm forever thankful for that. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, Karen, I wonder if you actually could talk a little bit. Um, oh, actually, before we do that, I did, did want to mention this. All of those, all those funds, I have links to all of them that Bob has provided, and I'll put all of those links in the show notes. And so, so the vocal fam, it will be very easy for you to reach those. But Karen, could you talk a little bit about, you know, what it was like planning the intern program and then what it was like, you know, the process of choosing these interns? Because, I mean, it is, you know, not only our probably most high profile program that we have in a way, but it, it, it's, it's competitive too. Right. Um, so I'll talk about planning it first. And you inherit a lot from the previous person who did it, who for me was Linda Snyder. And in the year 2021, actually the 2022 program had been canceled and had to be, then was rescheduled and did it in 2021 at Georgia Southern where the 2021 was. And um, so we had them back to back, even overlapping by about mm. three days. So we had one gigundous picture of all of us together. I mean, the, the power in seeing that amount of talent and depth was just moving beyond words. But something that changed as of 2020, the 2021 was the four collaborative pianists. Yeah. And so we had we we assigned um, one of those collaborative pianists to each of to each of the master teachers, mm -hmm. and then in addition they had their own collaborative um, pianist master teacher, and so they had to find a way. It was those those pianists that year that really helped us see that we need to blend things all the better. And they offered an idea of a schedule that alternated in the morning. They would start at 8.30 in the morning, coaching themselves with one of the singers. And then they would go the, the last half hour at 9 o'clock. They would go to a lesson and play for the lesson. Or at 9.30, I think they went. And so we found a way to mix this all up and match. And then the collaborative pianist would just go from room to room all over the place and go right up to the pianist as they're playing for a lesson, for instance, and talk to them during during the whole session, which the voice teachers were at and the collaborative pianist was playing for the lesson. And then they'd also, the collaborative pianist master teacher would also go to um, the teach the pianist coaching their own students and watch them with that and give them ideas and they would all have lunch together and talk through their day as well but that made the schedule more complex but i'm i think it's a great way to go so that the collaborative pianists have as intensive an experience as the voice interns do sure. and it seemed to work really hard so and one other thing that everybody's mentioned all the things that we did so beautifully. And one I'd add in was um, I started having coaching hours so that the coaching hours were for the pianists. And then the singers volunteered to sing on some of those coaching sessions so that they could coach for their teacher, for their master teacher in front of they could coach with singers in front of their master teachers the same way as was being done all morning for the the voice people and i think that really was a wonderful thing and i'll tell you that at the end of 2022 one of those teachers ended up working at northwestern university right alongside me as one of our coaches and um so it's the level of talent that we get is amazing and just to talk a little bit about the application process um, it's intense everything that you have to have um, on on your um, we have to have your resume we get a, a personal statement we get recommendations we get videos of your teaching videos of your singing and we want multiple styles in that and yes go ahead and lean one way or the other we want to make sure that we have independent teachers and academic teachers and some people that have just done a bit of everything it's that is a very normal thing nowadays frankly i think it always was um but definitely we have our the uh i got to select who was going to be at my um be at my time as director of the intern program and so this last year it was scott piper from university of michigan barbara hill moore mm -hmm. from smu eden castile who's an independent teacher 
this is terrible and I'm missing one person. Um, but I also thought that I would mention this coming years, who the master teachers are going to be. It was Daryl Taylor too, right? Daryl Taylor, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> and then Daryl Taylor, that was just amazing. And so in October, I went to the African American Art Song Alliance and that was, you folks should see that too. That is amazing. Uh, Daryl was a great teacher, um, is a great teacher. But this year, going forward, it's now Carol Blankenship will be the director of the intern program. And she has Cindy Dewey, who's at Utah State, Nathan yep. Gunn at University of Illinois, and he's known for doing tons of baritone things. He's sung at, he's been the, the singer at one of our 2012 in Orlando, I think he was the soloist that came and did yep. a recital. And his wife, Julie Gunn, is also at the University of Illinois, a fabulous pianist, just fabulous. Trinice Robinson Martin, um, she has her own studio, Soul Ingredients Voice Studio, and she is a power to be reckoned with. And then Lorna McDonald from University of Toronto. So, it, and Stephen Ng is the sponsor. He is the, there's somebody always on site, their school or their institution that is the, sort of the host. You know, so and in, in that in that regard, and I don't think I'm breaking any kind of confidentiality in this, but I did hear from uh, someone in the know who may or may not be planning the intern program that this year, since it is located in Westchester, they're going to get to go to Voice Foundation for a day. All the interns are going to get to go for a day at Voice Foundation. So that's pretty exciting um, for, for I've this heard that as well. That is intern um, class. That will be a yep. very exciting, you know, day. I'm curious... Um, for you know, Lily and Doug, your perspective, uh, or anybody who wants to jump in, uh, if you were rec you know saying you know giving someone advice who may or may not be applying for the intern program, I don't know someone who might be in the room with me, uh. um, or something like that, who who you know who's in a position that they might be applying to the intern. What advice might you? What advice might you give them? Don't be shy. Yeah, Anybody, no just just dive right in. John, uh, please. I'll or, jump or, in. And I would just say, apply. Um, <laughs> <laughs> apply. Because, yeah. and, and apply early because it's five years or less teaching experience. And so, yeah. so you need to, um, you need to do this and you need to do it on the early end. Um, I mean, for people that are outside of that five-year time, we have the, you know, the mentoring initiative, which is also wonderful. Um, and I'm, Nick is a part of that, and I'm a part of that. Um, but apply and apply sooner than you think, oh gosh, am I ready to do this? It's like, just apply, because it might take you a cycle or two, possibly, mm -hmm. to, to be selected. Um, and uh, I mean, I remember, you know, of course, I mentioned the master teachers, and then um, the year I was there, uh, Julie Simpson was host, and of course, she's been a master teacher now, um, and uh, Ed Baird, and um, oh gosh, and her name just um, went right out of my head, um, was there um, as a collaborative pianist, oh gosh, I'm going to kick myself for not remembering her name. Um, you know, and yes, we had the we had the scores and so on that we everybody got. Um, so just do it, just do it, just apply, get your stuff together, and do it because it's life changing. I'm going to keep saying that until <laughs> people buy it. Lily, did you want to jump in there too? Yeah, and don't be afraid to apply like if you feel like it's too early in your career because you can apply again and again and again. I think a lot of the times as singers we're ingrained with this idea of like the way that the young artist circuit works so like mm -hmm. oh I sang for Santa Fe too soon now I can't sing for them again like it's not like that with the with this program <laughs> like apply and even if it's too early that's okay you can apply again and again and there's no cap on how many times you can apply and then I think the other thing that I would mention is to just be yourself I think something that um we do a lot as singers is like try to figure out what our teacher wants us to do and then we just want to please them sure do whatever it is that makes you unique like everybody in our class there was something that about them that like other people weren't doing or they were like 
part of a new thing and uh, a lot of crossover singers, which like in mm. the past was not always such an okay accepted thing. So if that's what you do, then do that. Like if for me, like I am a DEI girl, so like I do that. And when yeah. it doesn't fit the space, it doesn't fit the space. But at the intern program, it did fit the space. And we had people that are experts on, like Sarah did something on Korean art song. And um, it was just like all of this really cool, Josh does really cool work on like his dissertation with the, the records. Like everybody just had very interesting stuff and it was unique. And so I think that's what we're looking for too in future Nats interns is like, what is the thing that makes you really unique? You got that? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, no. So, I mean, you know, look, she's got some help. Someone's been watching her videos for her and making, you know, That's some true. actual doing some mentoring already maybe uh, for her. So, I mean, you know, anyway, well. we're, we're working on it. Anyway, Vocal Fam, listen, th- this is this is an incredible opportunity because Nats ha- ha- is, is, is sort of new in a way for the organization to necessarily be fundraising but but we we've got some really great initiatives started um you know and and giving tuesday is not just withheld within the intern program lily tell them a little bit about the texoma stuff that's been going on for the the fellowships Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff absolutely so the texoma governor uh, melinda brew she had this amazing idea that we should start an initiative a fellowship program for high school students who can't afford to take lessons and then further down the line are a little bit behind when they audition for an undergraduate degree in voice because they're competing with people who had resources that they might not have had access to. And so throughout the summer, uh, we've been fundraising online um, with a page that Bob Ryan and Melinda put together for us. And we can each, um, each chapter is welcome to do their own little page or each teacher if they want to do their own individual fundraising. But the thing that's really special, I think, as well, is that a lot of the teachers in the region have gotten together to try to raise money. Uh, So earlier in September, the Corpus Christi chapter came together and did a recital and fundraised for the program. And then two weeks ago, uh, all of us in the Austin area did another recital to raise money for this program. And I was very fortunate to be on the committee that selected our first four recipients of the high school fellowships. And I'm actually teaching one of them. Oh, yeah. She is exactly what we were looking for. You know, she has big dreams to be a a vocal performance major in college. She loves opera, which is so special in a 16-year-old, 17-year-old. And um, she's never taken lessons before. And she lives in a really rural area, so she doesn't have necessarily the access to a Nats teacher or anything like that. And so I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes in the future. And I know other chapters and regions around the US and Canada are doing this as well. And I think that we're gonna make a really big difference and I'm very excited about it. It was great that Texoma kind of led the way on this and it sparked everybody wanting to do it. And I know that there was a special uh, karaoke fundraiser for Wisconsin Nats on Saturday night. And I know Chicago Nats has got one going too. And they're just popping up all over the place. So all chapters, all regions, you know, go ahead, let's do this. Yeah. And Bob has very, if you are out there in Nats land and you're a chapter president or a region governor or what have you, uh, or you're on a Nats board, um, there are, of, of any kind, Bob has very easy materials and links already preset that you can just send out for social media, for email. They are they are ready to go, folks. So don't uh, don't be shy on that regard. I know we're gonna. I know m- both my chapter and my region we're looking to try to get our ducks in a row on this to be ready for the 2023 cycle on this for a give, for Giving Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, don't be shy. We're, Nats is not looking for you to do the legwork on trying to design the graphics and trying to design this, that, and the other. For the, that stuff's done. You know, we're just looking for us to identify individuals who might want to support the arts and might want to support, you know, young singers, young teachers, um, you know, and one thing that we talked about, I will say, in our in our advancement meeting, sometimes, you know, folks want to make sure that the money that they're giving is actually going to the thing that they're giving it. Well, I can mm-hmm. promise you every cent of this is going to the thing you think you're giving it to there is no you know 
um, you know, evil university foundation board that's taking half of your donation here. Um, this is this is going to the thing that you think you're giving it to, mm-hmm. whether that's sponsoring, uh, you know, interns and, and travel stipends, whether that is sponsoring, you know, these vocal fellowships. Th- this is this is this is, uh, you know, a great opportunity. And of course, all this is tax deductible. You're going to get your your write off out of this. Of course, we are a, an approved nonprofit, um, you know, so as you're considering end of year gifts. Please, please. I, I, Nats has done so much for all all the people in this room, and in this room. Are we in a room? We're not in a room. I, we're I think sort of. We're it's sort a of in room. a. It's a zoom. We're sort of in a room. Sort of um, but I mean, even you, Sarah, at a very early stage of your career, you've presented at two national conferences. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's wild. It's very cool. Um, so, I mean, you know, it, it, Nats has done a lot for all of us. And if we can give, look, n- not everybody is in a, in a position to maybe be able to do the 375 or maybe to do the 300. But maybe you can give, like I say, I'd really love to suggest that you give at least one lesson fee, whatever your applied lesson fee for your private studio is. Because look, mm-hmm. we all, even if we're academics, we all teach private lessons too. I mean, come on. Sure, sure. Just, you know, if, if that's 60 bucks, if that's 50 bucks, if that's 100 bucks, if that's $150, maybe you're very fancy and you teach in New York City and it's $375 and you can give one of your lesson fees for, uh, you know, to sponsor an intern travel stipend. There you go. But if you would consider giving one of your lesson fees to us, uh, not to us, you're not giving. <laughs> you are not giving it to Vocal Fry. Vo- listen, 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 folks. This show will continue to be a free and public service to you for sure. as long as Sarah and I are not bankrupt. We will probably continue, but if people want to sponsor us. <laughs> We're here for that. Yeah, but that's not today. That's not today. Not that's today. not. That's not today. Um, we had two great years of sponsorship from we Plural. Sure did. Um, and but anyway, anyway, please consider making a, a, a gift. Um, does anybody have any final thoughts they want to share about this, John? Please. Well, you know, I always have something to say. Please, um, <laughs> I would just say, you know, this is all part of. I mean, we've been talking about these funds to help interns attend the intern program and we're talking about these fellowships for high school students and you know stipends and things to help people go to the to the national NSA you know competitions everything involved here Nats is trying to remove barriers that have prevented people from participating and you know we have some things particularly this high school fellowship targeting people who want to participate, who want to be involved in learning about singing um, to get the instruction that they need so that they can go on and be successful uh, in life. And we want to remove those barriers that have stopped people from being part of this Nats family. And that's why I think it's so important that we we give and give generously um, because everybody needs to, you know, if you've seen the famous picture of the kids, you know, trying to see the ball game, the fence should not be there. Everybody should be able to see the ball game. And this is one way we can help do that. That's right. You know, and it's interesting uh, being at this point in my career, um, it's, I got to receive a lot of good things along the way from a lot of good people for for hopefully merited reasons, you know, but it feels even better to pass it forward. So, That's and right. it is, we really, if we want to keep things going as we want them to be, as far as spreading music around in the 21st century, it's up to us. And I'm taking it on, John's taking it on, we're excited about this. Nick is taking it on. Sarah, you're gonna be receiving, I hope. I, I hope, we'll see. <laughs> Um, Lily, Doug, any final thoughts? Thank you so much for having me. It's it's such a valuable uh, experience to have done the intern program, and I really think it's an incredible way to like put a little bit of money in to have a big, big effect. Especially impact. if you love singing, yeah, it's a big impact. Um, uh, so please, please do help us, and it creates such an incredible equity too for people who cannot afford. I know that. 
that was a tricky time during the pandemic for all of us <laughs> and a little extra money would have been very helpful um and I, so i i hope that we're not you know leaving people out and this would be a great way to include those people yeah mm -hmm. absolutely and apply to the intern program even if you think that you're not ready don't say no to yourself let's see what can happen if you don't say no so i'll uh I'll uh, wrap us with this. I, this has been the thing that has been just kept going through my mind this entire time, and that is that uh, some of you out there, I know who you are. I know you listen. I know you can do this. I keep being reminded of the idea that you often don't get to sit in the shade of the tree of the seeds that you plant. And that's okay. But that doesn't make the tree and your planting of the seeds not worth it. Um, and somebody else will enjoy sitting in the shade of that tree. And I know some of y'all are out there listening, and I know some of y'all are in a position where you could plant a couple of trees. And um, it would really mean a lot to us uh, if, you would, if you would consider, you know, planting a couple of trees. Uh, maybe, maybe three. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's it for us. Thank you so much to everybody for, yes. for your time, for being the amazing humans that you are. Um, Sarah, what'd you have for breakfast? Oh, baked oatmeal. Baked oatmeal? Baked that oatmeal. sounds kind of healthy. It wasn't. Oh, never mind. I take it back. I put chocolate chips in it. I take it. Oh, ah, there it is. Yes, we have hit Thanksgiving week, folks. What can I say? We have they were technically sugar-free chocolate chips, but they were chocolate chips. There you go. Uh, anyway, I hope that uh, everybody out there in Vocal Fry land is going to have a very blessed uh, Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, John? We're not talking about Marvel something? This is not... Not, not this. Not, not today. We had... What was that? Was that two weeks ago now? That we uh, had our big Marvel we, Black Panther. Sorry, we did. Sorry. A, you know, we just did Black Panther. We did do a whole Rings of Power episode. So, I mean, I guess we should have had you on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, we we brought in her lawyer husband because uh, he's fact, a bit of a Tolkien aficionado. Ooh, so so much, so much, so much so Tolkien and so much, much lawyering and so much about the Silmarillion and so my much that we didn't. So oh my gosh, so much that we didn't know we needed to know. Um, I didn't know I needed to know. Uh, it was uh, really quite good times. Uh, good times. Yeah, and it, and it, and if you haven't listened to our Black Panther episode, sorry about the audio. <laughs> but good things being said. But uh, if you've not seen. Wakanda Forever. Uh, this podcast would like to highly recommend it. Maybe you mm -hmm. wait until you can see it on, in, in your home and not cry in front of a crowd, okay, crowded movie well, theater. Okay, not everybody theater. might cry. Some, well, some, some of us cried seven or eight times I during the. I don't know I who know. that was. No, that was me. That was definitely me. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it was it was rough. Um. Anyway. Uh. So anyway, that's it for us. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Have a Safe travels Thanksgiving. and give to the intern program. We're yeah. out. Peace. Ooh.